Do you feel that you just don't make the progress as quickly as you would like? Perhaps you get into every single day feeling like you're hustling, you're working so hard, you're doing like all of the things that you feel like you should be doing, but you're just not getting the results. Or perhaps you have spent the last 90 days getting amazing results and you want to do the same thing next time. Well, then you're going to love today's episode. And it's fine if you're on a walk, if you're listening to your podcast while you're busy doing something else, this is a great one to listen to. And then afterwards, later on, to go over to the website and download. We are doing a 90-day challenge strategy plan. That's right. We're going to crush the next 90 days. We're not going to let them disappear in a puff of smoke and wonder what we achieved. We're going to have a proper plan that means every day, instead of waking up feeling stressed, overwhelmed, busy, and not knowing if any of it is all really coming together or, or making slower traction than we would like, we're going to get super focused. So I've got some really good tactics here today, and I've got some really good mind-blowing techniques that will help you to really focus on what matters. And that's what you're going to want to listen to today. So without further ado, let's hit the ground running. So I'll admit, I've kind of been not coasting, but surviving the last few months. You'll know if you follow me on social media that we're looking at moving abroad. We've been selling a house. We've moved house. I've got three kids. One of them is only six months. And I also have some clients that I take on. So there is a lot going on. So I have definitely been guilty of going through the motions every day and just making sure I do the absolute what I have to do. So I show up online. You know the thing. You show up on your social media. You make sure you do your Instagram posts every day you make sure that you have a podcast out or a YouTube or a blog, whatever it is you do. And and you take those off and you just go through the motions. And before you know it, you know, a few months have passed, you look back and you think, am I making progress? What am I doing again? Does this feel okay? And this might happen and hit you in the middle of the night, like it does with me, you know, the middle of the night when you're at the most vulnerable, you're at your weakest point, you're tired and you start dooming and glooming and catastrophizing in your mind about all the things that are failing and not going the way they should be. But if we stick ourselves in a logical state and answer the question of how much effort have we been putting in and where have we been putting that effort and we get strategic, we know we can do what all the big, you know, successful people are doing or all of those with the lifestyle businesses and the lifestyles that we crave and demand, that we see, that we we admire, that we watch and love and learn. So I've got a few teachings here that come from a few different incredible people in the personal development space. I'm sharing some stuff that I might have picked up from Brandon Bouchard, from Mel Robbins, that I might have picked up from um, the likes of uh, ben Harding, Benjamin Hardy. Um, I've got the likes of Dan Sullivan here for you. So we've really got a good mix going into our 90 day plan that we are going to box off. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to listen to this episode. We're going to get really motivated. We're going to know exactly what questions we're going to ask. And then we're going to head over to the download link on the website, which is in the show notes. You're going to get your 90 day strategy plan and we're going to get accountable. We're going to get super, super accountable. You are going to message me or you're going to tag me on on Instagram, it's I am Sue Parker. We are going to crush the next 90 days. Whatever you're doing, your plan, your goal, we're going to get it working. But the, before we delve into the 90 day planning, I've got a little bit of a new format here going on with the podcast. You probably know I've been spending a long time thinking and researching great shows and figuring out what is it that's really going to just take this to the next level because that's where I'm at for the next 90 days. It's let's bring this up a level. 
when I'm listening to a podcast, I want to learn, I want to be entertained, I want to feel like, you know, they get me belonging and resonation. And I just really want to hit the nail on the head because I know that some of the episodes, I've not been altogether happy, have been giving you as much value as I really want to, because I want to shake up your life. I want you to change it and up level and live your best life. And that was the whole point of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Show. It was taking you from the old ways of thinking that we must exchange time for money, we must have a job, all of those sorts of things into a new realm of thinking, a new a new perception, a new, I want, I'm trying to think of the paradigm. I keep having the word paradigm thrown at me and I do love that one, but it took a while to understand. So first off, a few shout outs. I have also been focusing on our nutrition. For any of you who follow me on social media, you will notice that I pop up a lot on other people's health goals and fitness goals and things like that, because I know that in the background, we've got to look after our mind and body. And the whole thing as part of being a lifestyle entrepreneur means you make the opportunity to look after your mind, your body, your sleep, your health, your nutrition, all that kind of stuff. So a massive thank you and shout out to you by Anthea. Anthea is my nutritionalist transformation coach. She helps. She's helping us as a family right now to really adopt some great nutritional benefits um, so we can get more energy, so I can feel less tired. So the whole family have basically got great nutrition, which means we are happy and healthy and able to live active lives because one of our big things is we all want to be more active when we move abroad. So thank you, Anthea. And if you check out one of my social media posts, you will see um, my little coaching session with Anthea, which we decided to share with some of you. So thank you so much for that, honey. Um, and second one, um, if you are wondering what to read right now. Here's a book I've started reading and I want to recommend it to you because there's some elements of that in this session that have definitely transformed my perception of how we do a 90-day plan. You know, this is not like project planning in the old corporate days. This is, hey, we're going to hit the nail on the head of a big goal that means personal transformation. So the book I'm reading at the minute is 10X. 10X is easier than 2X. And this is by Benjamin Hardy. Um, I'll pop the link in the show notes. Um, this, I'm, I'm actually going to quote a few things from it. The 10x rule. So initially I was, you know, I was on some mastermind group and they were like, you need to 10x your goals soon. And I was like, this is unrealistic. I am never going to achieve 10,000 followers in this month. I mean, you know, I, I struggle with the followers and the social media. It's just not my thing. Um, it's got to become my thing. It's like it's got to become your thing if you are going to gonna nail this online businessy type thing. So here's the thing. I wanted to read it and I wanted to understand why is 10x easier? And when I heard this phrase, I thought this really resonates. It gives your mind and time freedom. Freedom to look at that 20%, you know, in the 80-20 rule, the 20%, the Pareto principle, that's the bit that's actually having the impact on your results. And the 80% is just padding, you know, it's just like ticking over. It stops you making micro decisions all the time and task switching, which is exhausting, takes away your time and energy. So you can just focus on how do you get to that 10x goal? How do you get to that big goal? So here's a quote. This is a Dan Sullivan quote that's also in the book. And I think this is hitting the nail on the head. A 2x goal would involve doing the same thing you're doing now, only more of them. But a 10x goal jumps you out of that, beyond that. A 10x requires operating in an entirely different way that bypasses the stresses and complications of a 2x goal. Let me repeat that. A 2x goal would involve doing the same thing you're doing now, 
but just more of them. Oh, I don't like to do more. Now, how many of you listening, have you been doing this? I have definitely just been adding to my to-do list. Oh yeah, I've got a good idea. Let's go and promote over here. Oh yeah, I've got a good idea. Let's go on that podcast over there. Oh, I've got a good idea. Let's go to that networking event. We're just adding to the list. We add more and more and more things to our list to achieve that 2x goal, to just get to the next tiny, tiny bump in the road, which let's face it, there's not much pull, is there? Because that 2x it's just like slightly increasing where I'm at now. So it's just, there's just not enough of a compelling goal there, as Tony Robbins would say. But a 10x goal jumps you out of that, beyond that. The 10x requires operating in an entirely different way. The one that bypasses, bypasses the stresses and complications of a 2x goal. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm all about doing less. And that's where my 90-day plan summary comes in really well. Because a lot of this is about taking away the stuff that's not working for you or taking away the busy work that you're just doing for the sake of it. Perhaps you're replanning your website again. Perhaps you're changing your colours. Or maybe, like me, you just keep adding good ideas onto the list and rather thinking, okay, what is this going to get me? Oh, I've heard somebody say that you should be on TikTok. I've heard somebody say you should be on Lemon something or other. Should I do it? Well, what's he going to get from it? Is your target audience there? You're better off doing one thing 10x than doing everything 2x. You know what I mean? So here we're going to delve into our 90-day plan. And you, like I say, you can head over to the website. The link is in the show notes. Grab your download. But what I want you to do is at each stage when you're working through this, I want you to like bang something over to me on social media. It's at I am Sue Parker on Instagram. You can tell me what's working, what's not working for you. You can tell me what your goals are. Let's get accountable. And I am more than happy to answer your questions. Because this style of 90-day planning, I found it really valuable. Now, we're going to start off with a few rules because let's face it, we don't want to get the 90 days up in a puff and smoke and we don't want to reach the end of week one or week two and go, I'm just not getting the results. What's the point in bothering? I might as well just ditch the 90-day plan and start again. And let's face it, some of us are really good at starting all over again or starting tomorrow or starting next week. I am a creative procrastinator like the best of them. And let's face it, I've got the perfect excuse. I just use my son as an excuse. What do you use as an excuse? Be honest with yourself. What's the reason why you give up on something or you switch switch lanes all the time or you don't do the thing that you know you should do because it's at the 10x level, you start playing at the 2x level. Maybe someone gave you some fantastic advice and you've still not switched because mentally you're still in the old mindset that the old thing is still working for you. Okay, we're not going to let the next 90 days go up in a puff and spoke. We want to get to the middle of September and go, wow, I'm crushing it. Even though I've had the summer holidays, I'm focused. And here's why now the 90 day summary, you know, challenge is a really good idea for you. You're about to get into the role of summer. Now we know that sales do drop in the summer. We know for most businesses, that's just the case. You know, a lot of people go on holidays, a lot of excuses. People, if your clients have got children, their focus is on the kids and entertaining the kids and going on holiday. So they skip the summer out of a lot of things. But we all know that we need to focus on it. But what it means is you can be in a really strong position come September when everybody's back in work mode in, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'll work with you. Yeah. And, and you know, even if what you're doing is relationship coaching, the chances are people are thinking, I'll give it a pause through the summer while we're on the holidays and then I'll, I'll worry about it later in the year. And then you've got to hit, you've got to be available. You've got to be omnipresent. You've got to be first front of mind in September. So we can really crush that now. The other thing we can do is 
is look after your energy levels. Because let's face it, when the sun is shining, who wants to be sat in over a laptop or like I am over a mic, looking out on this beautiful sunny garden with beautiful flowers, but not enjoying it fully immersed in the nature. But, but we need to make sure that we're focused on the time we do work so we can enjoy the summer because all about being a lifestyle entrepreneur is focusing on the lifestyle that we're building with our businesses. If your business means hustle, 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 we're not getting there. We're not building your dream life. You're building something you hate. You're creating something that you hate. We talked about this in the last episode where we talked about getting a VA and the fact that when you start to create a big business, you get 27 hats and well, you know, you're doing all this little work that you begin to hate your business because you didn't want to do that. So that's why the 90 day plan is a really good thing to do now. But to be fair, it's a good thing to do throughout the year. I mean, look, we can chunk this up into four 90 day challenges throughout the year that means every 90 days you achieve a goal, something that you want to do. Okay, let's start to really think about it. If you're out walking, if you're doing the dishes, whatever you are doing right now, maybe you're having a soak in the bath. That would be nice. Your 90 day summary. We're going to start with having a little bit of reflection on what's really working for you. It might be that you have a particular group that you're networking with at the moment and there seems to be a lot of opportunities to collaborate with them and that's really working for you. It might be that your social media presence is getting, you know, it's got momentum and it's working for you. It could be that you've got your podcast off the ground, your website's looking fantastic and it's working for you. It could be that you go to a particular meetup, you've created a meetup, you've created a co-working group, your local knowledge as an expert has started to build. Maybe you started to get responses from people or positive feedback from clients. What is going well for you? Let's acknowledge that, but also we want to do more of what's working well. And if we'd ever sit down and think, hey, that's working, then that will, you'll just never get there. So spend a few minutes thinking about what it is that's really working. You know, I've got things down here and I'm going to be really brutally honest with you. You know, part of doing this is, is for my own accountability as much as yours. And, and if I think something works for me, I'm going to share it with you because I want it to work for you. I want you to build your dream life too. So here I've got, I've got feedback. I am getting incredible feedback, compliments on my content at the minute or on how I'm helping one-to-one. And that's, you know, that's a real boost. I'm also being asked to collaborate with somebody who's doing super amazing work in the mindset space. And I want to celebrate that. And that's an opportunity. And that's working simply because I put some time in that relationship. I worked particularly hard to help somebody out of a sticky situation to get set up. So what's working for you? Sometimes we do some of these things and it's it's kind of all, you know, it falls by the wayside. It becomes a bit of free work and you wonder actually, did I waste my time and effort in there? Because I am as much as guilty as any of you in not charging fully for my services, having that money blocker. And we're definitely going to address that in this in this podcast. Not this show though. That's one for a whole nother show and an expert to come on and talk to us. So what's working for you? If you can jot down at least three things that you know is really working for you. Okay. And then I want you to think about what's not working for you. So I've got down here Instagram growth. Um, You know, I'm always kicking myself. Why is Instagram growth really static? You know, algorithms change, reading all about that. This is just exhausting stuff. Um, My hooks, my titles, I am just not great at creating hooks and titles. What are you not working at? Are you being consistent? Have you got clarity on your content? 
Have you got a content plan? Have you got too many offers? You've got too many things going out there and you're not really focusing because you're doing that task switching that we talked about that we learned from the 10X book. Even if you haven't read it, we can all take that away, can't we? Our mind and time freedom to look at the 20%. We stop the micro decisions and the task switching of the 2X results. So what's not working for you? That is something that we need to know. Now, it might be that we're going to reflect on these like I did and say, actually, it doesn't matter that Instagram growth is not happening. It doesn't matter because how's that going to help me in this goal today that I need this 90 day focus? Actually, it's a distraction because I don't need to be over there because I'm if I'm over there, I'm in a 2x world and not in a 10x world. But hooks, emotive titles, getting people to notice you might be a much bigger thing that you need to focus on because you're not hitting the nail and creating that message because everything else will follow suit perhaps. Not having a content plan means you get up every day and you're thinking of new content and you're having to, you know, it'd be exhausting to think of things on the fly and it's not strategic. It doesn't point people to a specific offer or thing that you will do for them because it's all just very vague and you're just providing so much value that nobody needs to buy from you perhaps. There's no plan to it. There's no str- strategy. Maybe, you know, if it's not working because you've got too many offers, you've got too much on your plate, too much overwhelm, but you know that only two of those offers really make you money. And actually you need to make money to hit your next goal or something. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is write down what's still on your to-do list. So, you know, I've got things like an Instagram training course that I signed up for. Actually, that's a lie. I signed up for two. Um, Yep, I threw money at that problem and I thought I'd throw a load of time at it. And now I don't even know if I need it. Emotional hooks, you know, marketing training, keyword research, interviews, what's on the to-do list. I've got a content plan, client work. Actually, I've checked some of those off, actually. Uh, Revamping the homepage, revamping the LinkedIn page on my profile. Does any of this matter? So what we're doing here is we're getting onto our to-do list and saying, I've got all this stuff that I'm carrying over from one month or one week to the next. Does it really matter in terms of my 90-day goals or is it just stuff that I've kept adding to that list? You know, we love a list, don't we? It makes us feel busy because we feel, do you ever feel like this? You feel guilty if you're not working. Now, as an overachiever, the chances are that's how you feel. You feel that busyness is your worthiness. I don't know where I heard that, but that's genius. Maybe I made it up, but I'm sure I just heard it. Busyness is your worthiness. It resonated with me because I was like, Joe, I feel lazy. I feel guilty if I'm not working all of the time. So to go out now and enjoy the sun, oh, that goes against like, you know, I've got this resistance about doing that because I feel lazy if I don't have a notebook and a pen and a laptop in my hand. Now, being a mum, that's creates an even bigger challenge because I then feel guilty that I'm not in front of the kids and being present. How do you feel guilty when you're doing something that is not busy work, making you feel overwhelmed, like you're progressing? And the chances are you've got a massive to-do list as well that never gets, never gets to the end of it, but you've just got more and more things being added. Well, here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to take a look at that to-do list and I would like you to ask yourself, honestly, is some of this still relevant or is the time passed? And you know what? Actually, my LinkedIn page, I ain't doing a LinkedIn strategy, content strategy right now. So I'm just going to cross that off. Revamping my Instagram profile, is it really going to make a massive difference? No, but if I keep showing up, that is. I can just get away with doing that. 30-day content plan, absolutely need to do that because I need to get strategic. It needs to be aligned with my content. Do I need to do two Instagram training courses? Probably not unless Instagram is part of my 90-day goal. Right, so here's what we're going to do. 
What is that 10x goal? What is the biggest thing, the needle mover that will really give you growth, that will move you to the next level of your living? Is it about your YouTube channel? Is it about your podcast? Is it about your one-to-one coaching work? Is it about the work that you do in groups, retreats, a workshop? Is it about doing more of those? What is your goal for the next 90 days? If it's to make an absolute, complete and utter blowout success of a few things you've got planned, a few events throughout September, or maybe it's about, you know, filling your diary with one-to-one clients or filling your group program, then why are you focusing on five other offers at the same time? You're 2xing your results. We go all in on making sure we make a success of the few. Let's take a lesson here from Steve Jobs. When he went back to Apple the second time after being sacked from his own company, I know, a bit bizarre. When he went back, they had like 31 products that he called. He just got rid of. He said, no, we're not doing itty bitty things over here. Now, if you get annoyed because Apple don't actually do everything in their range and everything's not compatible. Well, yeah, I do too. But do you know what? I'm happy that he did that. And so are so many of his followers. The business turned around from being a loss-making organization to a profit-making and booming, in fact, Why? Because he focused on the few. What do all of these entrepreneurs do? Richard Branson, you know, he goes into a project and he goes all in. They don't go, I'm just going to do a bit and dabble in three different marketplaces and do four different things all at the same time. It's just spreading you too thin. So let's take a lesson from Steve Jobs. Do less, but do it better. Do so much quality, go 10x. That's where the 2x and 10x thing that was talked about in the book really comes in handy to think about. So what's the biggest goal? The one that removes those time-wasting tactics that are on that to-do list that gets you to that next level. So if I'm not focusing on Instagram growth because it's actually not part of my goal, I don't need to worry about it not working. And I don't need to worry about those two training courses I signed up for. I don't need to revamp my LinkedIn page, my Instagram profile, my Facebook page, my homepage, my every page on my website. It's not optimal for me. What is it for you that you are spending time on that you've got on that to-do list that you can just cross off? Because actually, you're going 10x on one area or two areas maximum, two goals. We want to make sure this 90 days is really working for us. And then I want you to have a reflect then on your what's working and your what's not working. Because if the things that are not working aren't part of your goal, stop worrying about them. Stop caring what everybody thinks about your number of followers and number of likes. If it's not part of your goal, who cares? It's vanity metrics. It's comparisons. That's all we're doing. We're comparing against somebody else and saying, I'm not as good as them. But that's only because they got 10x at something else that just meant that was self-professing. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Lots of influencers that are on Instagram, you know, they have those followings from other pieces of work. I was looking at an influencer marketing strategy website and they were talking about case studies of people that they managed to get sponsorship ads for. And I got down into this rabbit warren. You know what it's like. I'm procrastinating. So I'm researching Instagram. So I'm going to research how good influencers are really crushing it on Instagram. And here's what I found. I found these case studies of people that had got amazing followings on Instagram, you know, and they were getting sponsorship deals. I was like, how are they doing it? Why am I not getting the Instagram growth? What are they doing differently? And here's the thing I noticed. Nine out of 10 of those case studies, they were people that had been on either reality TV shows or they'd been actors and actresses themselves. Wow. Enlightening. Nine out of 10 of the influencer case studies used on this site 
to say, this is how you do it. This is how amazing you can be on Instagram and make money from sponsorships. Nine out of 10 of them had been on a reality show or been actors or actresses themselves. So if you'd like to join Love Island, then yeah, you'll probably get a following if you'd like to do any of those things. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible. There are probably many case studies of people who have done it just through following an Instagram and doing that sort of thing. But that was an eye-opener and it took me a distraction away from something else. But that also sort of fed into my, okay, what am I trying to achieve here? Am I trying to get sponsorship? No. Am I trying to be an Instagram influencer? No. Am I just trying to share how you can build a lifestyle business and make sure that I encourage as many people to do it as possible and help them? Hell yeah, because that's the mission. Does it matter if it's on Instagram? Nope. Does it matter if it's here, there, anywhere? It doesn't matter so long as somebody somewhere is getting the message. And what is my chosen medium? Well, I use the podcast because I can actually give you more stuff and give you more help, free stuff, and I can give you pointers in the right direction. I want you to think about your goal like that and what's working, what's not working, what's still on the to-do list. Does it matter? Are we focusing too much on what everybody else is doing and going down a rabbit warren like I did that day? Or is it really working for us? We need to now grasp what does good look like for that goal? I don't know, is your goal to be your podcast in the top 25%? If it's a goal to have the top 25% podcast, you need 112 downloads per episode. If it's to be in the top 1%, you need 5,000 downloads per episode. Starting to feel a bit, ooh, that's, that's tough now, Sue. Is it to get a certain number of one-to-one clients, a certain number of clients on your coaching calls? Or do the maths, how do you convert? If you want to get people on a group coaching program, how many people do you need to get to your lead magnet or to your webinar or to see your staff by delivering it? Can you get people to that webinar yourself or do you need to go on to somebody's meetup? Do you need to go on somebody's conference, somebody's networking group and deliver a session there because they've got the audience? And then if they convert at 2%, 5%, 10%, well, you're doing well, they convert then into your group program or your one-to-one clients. That's where you need to be. It stops you messing around with the small numbers trying to get over the big hurdles. It makes you go out and go, well, who's got that size audience, that radio station, maybe that podcast, maybe that webinar or, you know, that conference. There are so many conferences set up with multiple speakers and they are bringing in through Eventbrite, they're bringing in a thousand people to come and watch your talk. Do that if that's going to give you the 10x results. So what is your goal? Be really super specific, smart on your goal. And then what do you need to do to achieve that goal? Break it down. And here's how I like to think about it. I like to think about what do I need to know? Because that acknowledges that you don't know everything. You're not the expert already. How many of us are guilty, like me, of thinking, I must know all the answers from day one. And if I don't know the answers, I'm no good at it and I can't do it. No, 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 no. We're going to learn it. So I like adding that question that says, what do I need to know to be able to do this? If Instagram growth was my target this year, I would need to know about Instagram algorithms and marketing. I would need to know what the influencers are doing, the ones that haven't been on reality TV show and are more like in my position. If you have a goal, what do you need to know in order to do it? I need to know how to write a sales converting webinar and story. Maybe you need to know how to really nail your messaging on that webinar or on your website, your homepage, your landing page, your, your socials. 
whatever it is, you need to know something. So what is it you need to know and learn and do? And it doesn't mean you have to pay for a course like I bought the two wasted courses. Then I want you to ask, what do I need to do? Now, what do I need to do means have I got to put regular posts out? Have I got to send an email to those conference organizers? Have I got to reach out and DM them on LinkedIn and on Instagram and say, hey, I know you're running a women's conference. Do you fancy doing a collaboration? Can I be a speaker? I talk about X. Remember, sell your story, sell your message, exactly what you can solve for their audience. All they're thinking about is, will my audience want to listen to your talk? Will my audience want to have your thing? And if not, like, why am I going to invite you? I'm thinking audience, audience, audience. It's not just about anyone will do. So you've got to pitch yourself. So maybe you need to know how to pitch yourself. What you're going to do, pitch yourself. Write your pitch, pitch yourself. Who do you need to contact? The people who organize podcasts, radio stations, webinars, conferences. I don't know, all of those people. When you get to that point where you know what your goal is and you're 10xing it, you figure out what you need to know and what you need to do. So we've got a goal, we know what we need to do, we know what we need to know. Now is where we get to get out our plan and we get to plan it out, yeah? You want to know how to create the best content in terms of your audience. We want to we want to know what you're going to do in 30 days, 60 days and 90 days. So perhaps for the first 30 days, you're going to focus on nailing all of your messaging, what you know, you're going to learn, you're going to do a course, you're going to follow some expert, you're going to talk to them, you're going to ring them up and say, hey, give me 20 minutes where you tell me everything you did to achieve X, Y, Z. Then you are going to put together your pitch email. You're going to put together your pitch of what you can teach people. Um, You are going to put together your offer, your landing page, all in the first 30 days. Perhaps in the second 30 days, you're then going to have a look at, okay, promotion, 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 promotion. I've got all this stuff. I now need to promote the hell out of it. I want to get on the podcast. I'm emailing people to get on them. Remember, there's a lead time with a lot of this stuff. You start emailing podcast podcast owners, conferences now. You know, we're talking months in advance before you actually get released. We're talking two months, three months. You know, it depends. It can be ages. Usually we're getting guest speakers now for any events towards the end of this year. So, You've got to be early. You've got to get in. That first 30 and 60 days are really crucial to get them in. And then your last 90 days, what are you going to do in that last 30-day window? This is where you start to plot out what I need to know, what I need to get good at, what I need to do, who I need to contact. All of these things need to be filled in across a 90-day plan. And that's what you can download from the website. Here's what I want to know. I want you to head over there, grab the 90-day plan, the strategy plan. I then want you to DM me or tag me on social media, on Instagram, I am Sue Parker. I want you to let me know either your 90-day goal, what's working, what's not working, what's still on your to-do list or what you've ditched. I really want to know what you've eliminated. And I want to know what you've got to do to achieve that goal. Let me help you. You can even send me your 90-day plan. If you screenshot it, if you send it me, I would be so grateful to be your accountability partner. In the same way that I'm using this session, to, I've planned mine. I know exactly where we're headed with the podcast. We are up-leveling this time. We are making sure that we give you more value. And here's the thing. I want to introduce you to three rules when it comes to this. Three rules to live by when doing your 90-day plan. The first one is really, really, really important. And that is, to run your own race. 
You're not competing with somebody who's been out online doing their business for 10 years. You're not even watching the person who's in a different situation than you because you have absolutely no idea what it is that's going on for them. What is it is for that's going on for them is not for you. You're in your situation. You focus on your controllables. You focus on running your own race. If it takes you three years to still hit this goal, will it still be worth it? Ask yourself. If it takes you 90 days, great. If it takes you 30, if it takes you six months, it takes you two lots of 90 days challenges to get there. Is it worth it? Hell yes, it's worth it. But you run your own race. You know what your situation is. Do not beat yourself up for it. You go all in. Number two, eliminate. It's all about not doing stuff. So, you know, being focused, being productive. It's as much about not doing things, choosing not to do things actively like Steve Jobs, eliminating them instead of doing them. You know, the the stuff you do do, yeah, sure, that matters, but you don't do everything. If you are a solopreneur, you cannot do everything. I'll repeat that. If you're a solopreneur, you cannot do everything. Even if you're hiring a VA, you still can't because you're then diluting their efforts. Be super focused and run your own race. And then finally, number three, be so incredibly grateful for everything you have be so appreciative for everything you've achieved, even if the last 90 days was a disappointment for you. Even if the first 30 days of this ni- this plan, you feel grateful for everything you have, everything that came to you, everything you wished on you, everything you've ever done, everything, everything, just absolutely everything for the fact that the sun is shining and I'm breathing right now and you're listening to this and you're able to download that link. Feel incredibly grateful that you are living in this moment. There has never been a time where the opportunities are so great. There has never been a time when there is so much available information. And if anything, that's what's stunting you. There is too much information, which is why we need to do a 90-day plan. Get strategic, bring it back down to what we are going to do and what we're not going to do, what we're going to ignore. And anything you know that's on that list of, I'm not doing that anymore because that's not part of my goal, ignore the webinars, ignore the adverts. I mean, my God, social media is full of sponsored ads, isn't it? Just avoid it. You step in the opposite direction because being able to cut out that noise, being able to turn off your phone, do your 90 day plan and do the actions on it and stick to it and feel focused, that clarity, that amazing clarity, you'll just feel more grateful. You'll feel more grateful for everything you have. You will be able to achieve so much more. Live by those three rules. And I promise you, we will get to the end of this 90 days having made massive, massive progress. Any questions you've got about your 90-day plan, you can pop them over here or on social media. As I said earlier, I can't wait. I can't wait for the next 90 days because we're just going to go through into the summer focused, calm on it, just crushing it. Now, don't forget to head over to the website, download your plan and take some massive action today. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it.